Hello everyone, it's Georgia here. It's currently Sunday. I hope you've all had a stunning week. I'm a little bit hungover today. I come to you from bed. I'm surrounding, I've got four dogs with me. Um, I don't know if you can hear, there's a little snoring going on. Let me see if I can capture some of it. Hold on. No, when I put the microphone in their face, they just freak out. I've got four Chihuahua poodles with me. (laughs) I'm in bed and I went out last night. It was my best friend Megan's birthday on Wednesday. I've had such an amazing week celebrating her. So Tuesday night we had pizza on the beach. It was actually like decent weather, which is shocking because it's actually the fucking end of July and it's just been raining all weekend. Um, And then Wednesday... Her and I both took the day off and we got coffee and looked around some shops. I bought some Slay new sunglasses. Um, Oh, hello, Maggie. They're literally all leaning on me. This is so nice. I could, I'm going to fall asleep. Um, And I played Toads for the first time. Okay, I think the in of the week, jumping straight into it, has to be Toads. If you don't know what Toads is, it's literally, you have these like coins and you throw them into a box that sounds dead, but it's so fun. Um, I'm not the best at it. I'm not good at aiming and I'm not good at things, but I'm very competitive. So I put my all into it and it's, it's really fucking hard. The box you're throwing into is like slanted. And if it hits the back of the box, it doesn't count. So it's very fucking frustrating. But when you get it in, it's the best feeling in the world. And we were playing it last night. We had the best night ever. A group of us... Um, we went to a pub and we played Articulate, which is my favourite game ever. And I'm very competitive at it. <laughs> and then we went to another pub, pub to play Toads and it was intense, like very intense. We were screaming. Um, we were getting a lot of funny looks, but that's okay. Then we went to another pub and they were playing, it was like they were playing my playlist, Sugar Babes, Ariana. I did, I did request Ariana. Um, Girls Aloud. Jojo it was sick um I did feel a bit pissed last night and that's quite rare for me like I don't really drink to the point where I feel pissed a lot um and it can scare me sometimes because I'm like oh I don't like this feeling um but it was fun in the end I kind of lent into it and it was good I was home by midnight (laughs) we did start drinking at like two so that's quite a quite a long time for me like um I was in the taxi on the way home with my friend Keely and we were both like really proud of ourselves for staying out that long because we don't normally stay out. You know, eight hours of drinking, that's intense for me. I feel good today though. Um, I've had a really nice day. I've roasted a chicken. I spent the whole day by myself with the dogs um, and it's been stunning. I roasted a chicken. I bought myself some roses. I did a wash. Um, I made some new vision boards. Um, I've been listening to this new audio book it's called Manifest. It's the one with like the orange cover. It's really good. I think Charlotte mentioned it actually in our like very first ever episode, which seems like so long ago, by the way. Um, we've been doing this for a while now and it's, I love it. So thanks for still listening, if you're listening, obviously. Um, yeah, I've been making new vision boards. So I made one, so goals between, for six months basically, for six months to a year from now. So by the end of the year onwards, um, and it included some things that I just know are going to happen. So that's exciting. And then I did a five-year one as well, which is really exciting. It's just so nice seeing it all. I kind of um, 
I did some like photoshopping of what my like bank statements would be and stuff like that um yeah and that was really fun I've been doing that today but more importantly the reason I'm here today is almost an emergency pop culture roundup podcast so much has happened in the last week um a lot of which I would love to discuss with Charlotte when we do our next episode who knows what's going to happen by then but because this particular news event affects my life so deeply I just wanted to do a podcast episode on it obviously if you have social media you will know that Ariana has supposedly gone through separation with her husband and everyone seems extremely confused some people didn't even know she was married like it's been two years so you know get with it but a lot of people don't really seem to know what's happening so I thought I would come on and break it down I've got all the facts and I've got all of my opinions um if you don't care about this then fuck off (laughs) no don't but um yeah I'm gonna just break it down and we can chat about it so I mean, it goes without saying, Ariana Grande is like my favourite girl of all time. The way um, Charlotte feels towards Taylor Swift and Harry Styles, you know, Ariana is my one and I only have her, really. No one else compares. So, in January 2020, you know, this is three and a half years ago now, which is fucking wild, actually. Three and a half years ago, Ariana and Dalton Gomez, who is a real estate agent in California, started dating. Um, She would have been single for about two years by then. Um, So before any of you were like, oh, she moves on so quick. Oh, she's always got a boyfriend. No, she doesn't. Okay, that's a very normal amount of time. And I'm sure you've moved on quicker. So please reserve your judgment. Don't be horrible. Um... So they started dating in January 2020. In February 2020, I remember this as clear as day, there was a picture of her kissing a random man in a bar. Don't forget this is before COVID, obviously. Kissing someone, like that is wild for an A-list celebrity to be caught just like making out with someone in public. I think that's mad. And a big fat sleigh from Ariana. So that was a month later. Then a month on from that, March 2020, so when it all kicked off, you know, she soft launched him. So she posted a picture on her stories of like a TV screen and there was a man's head in the way of the TV screen and everyone was freaking out. Well, I say everyone, me (laughs) and the rest of her like diehard fans were freaking out. Don't forget we had nothing else to do at this time. So the whole lockdown, I was just... I was deeply involved in her private life. So that was May 2020. She soft launched him. May, sorry, March 2020. In May 2020, Stuck With You music video with Justin Bieber came out. I remember watching it. I was hooked. And at the end, this bitch just drops her boyfriend in it. And he was tall and stunning. And she's so small. And the height difference is unreal. Um... And I went crazy (laughs) in, yeah, so between May and then October 2020, they were obviously together. We'd get Instagrams every now and then. Um, October 2020, positions dropped. 
basically a love letter to Dalton and how he helped her heal. Obviously, her previous two albums, Sweetener and Thank You Next, involved a lot of trauma and how she was getting over the trauma. And then in Positions, it's kind of like, okay, she's healed. Um, One of my favourite albums from her, I would say. It's just beautiful. You can hear her happiness through it, how she's, you know, she's, yeah, she's healed from the trauma as much as one can, I suppose. Obviously, it's ongoing. Um, but she's more like resilient. Um, she knows what she deserves. It's beautiful. Um, songs like POV, obviously. Love Language. Um, Obvious. That's my favourite song on the album, if anyone's fucking wondering. Um, or I would say directly related to how Dole and made her feel so that that happened in October 2020 two months later they announced the engagement so 2020 December they got engaged and they were married by May 2021 so six months later which in celebrity world is very normal don't forget like they don't have to be saving up for a house or a wedding they can just do whatever they want (laughs) so the fact that they met or started dating in January 2020 and they were married by May 2021, you know, a year and a half later. I think to us, that's probably a bit wild. But for them, you know, they spent the whole of lockdown together. They knew it was right. I think that's quite a normal time frame. But, you know, what's normal? Fuck it, you know, whatever. Okay, so they got married in 2021, May. Jump to this year, two months ago. May 2023, Ariana posted on her story a picture for their two-year wedding anniversary and just said something like I love you whatever he was spotted with a tattoo of her name on his chest which apparently happened in the May kind of time she was spotted with a new tattoo on her finger with the wedding date on that was May kind of time so let's assume May things are good you know good enough for her to post about the wedding anniversary but TMZ is reporting that they have been broken up since January which could be the truth the end of the day none of us are gonna know and social media is all a fucking lie so there's this influencer I follow and to me she was happily married she was posting about her renovations in her house um they've been on holidays she was mentioning her husband cut to she was on a podcast the other day and name dropped her boyfriend and I was like what I thought she was married I look back apparently she got divorced in you know a space of a few months and then that all happened without obviously anyone noticing but these things do happen just because she posted for their wedding anniversary in May they might have been completely broken up by then and she was doing it just to save face a little bit we don't know we will never know but these are the facts <laughs> so yeah May 2023 this year obviously Ariana posted for their two-year wedding anniversary. Jump to last week, July the 16th. She was spotted at Wimbledon looking stunning, may I add, next to Andrew Garfield and, what's his name? Jonathan Bailey. Um, Both so fit. No wonder she took her wedding ring off. Um, I'm joking. Uh, she was there without her wedding ring. She has been spotted without her wedding ring before and she's commented on it saying like, just because I'm not wearing my ring doesn't mean I'm not married. So again, I wouldn't assume anything from those images. I didn't even look for her ring. Um, So that was July the 16th. 
The next day, July the 17th, TMZ reports that they have split up and they've been split up since um, since January and have been like kind of trying and working on things. So that's the timeline of events. And then three days ago, they're saying that she's dating Ethan Slater, who is Spongebob. <laughs> Spongebob the musical. And is also Bok in the Wicked film. Um, he's not a bit of me, granted, but he might be a bit of her. And he might be nice. I'm sure he's lovely. You know, if he's... He's a theatre boy. We love a theatre boy. Um, but again, I'm not going to personally believe those rumours until I see it. It's like the Matty Healy and Taylor Swift thing. There were bare rumours for ages until I saw that picture or he turned up at her concert. I didn't believe it. So we'll see. Um, selfishly, I hope that if, you know, if the divorce is true and she's made that decision for herself and it's all, you know, good, and nothing fishy went on, I would love her to be single for a bit and then, oh... I would fucking love if she dated someone big, like a big time celeb. Like I want red carpets. I want interviews. I want PDA. I want celebrity Instagram comments. I want, I want all of it. Someone like, I mean, The Weeknd. Wouldn't that be so hot? Her and The Weeknd. Or... I know, not like Drake or something, but someone just sexy and like up there. I'm trying to think who is hot enough for her and like in his 30s. Or I don't know, she might want a girl. I don't, I don't know what she likes, but wouldn't that be stunning if we got kind of like a less traumatic version of 2018 for on her part? Obviously, no, none of us wish that trauma on her. Um, but the way she was posting in 2018 was fucking iconic and will go down in pop culture history. So that is what's happened. They're the facts. What I think's happened is that they probably have been separated and been trying for a few months and then she was like, okay, there's so many rumours going around, let's just announce it. I don't think she's dating this new guy. Next week, I might come on here to record an episode and be eating my own words because it might be true. Um, but that's what my gut's telling me. Also, in other Ariana Grande news, they are weeks away from finishing Wicked, which is so exciting. So let's say in a month, they'll be wrapped up. She's going to have an awful lot of free time before she has to start doing the press tour for Wicked, which is going to be what like next summer. I think we'll be getting some music from her. I am going to go absolutely feral. I can't... I don't know how I'm going to feel when she drops music. Like, this has been obviously the longest we've ever had to wait. And it's wild, and I hate it. But, yeah, I'm ready. I don't know what her sound is going to be. I would love a pure R&B album. Shut up! But I would also love a like a soul album that kind of vibe would be absolutely stunning she's obviously in her musical theatre era at the moment so something just like camp and you know theatrical would also be stunning I don't know what I want I'm, I'm kind of over the trap beats for Ariana but then again I'll take anything as long as she has vocals I would love for her to go back to like giving 
vocals, you know. Positions was a massive vocal album in terms of the tone and the runs and everything was stunning and the layers and the harmonies. It was all obviously so beautiful and the vocals were absolutely insane. But imagine if she went back to like my everything album, like crazy high note show off vibes. I would die. Um, I think I'm going to have to become like a fan account or something when she released her new album and do like reactions and shit because I need some, I need to milk it for everything I can. Anyway, I've just been speaking about Ariana Grande and her ex potential husband for 15 minutes. So I'm going to answer some questions. Um, that we have like I say every episode if you ever have a question for us please please reach out I've got some really really interesting ones here that I want to say for when I'm with Charlotte so if you've asked a question we definitely will get around to asking answering all of them um so please bear with but I'm just going to answer a few so someone has asked how to make friends in your 20s this is a really interesting topic um I've been speaking about my friend's speaking to my friends about this recently actually because I am planning to possibly move city this year and whilst I'm there you know I I would like a friend or two <laughs> so this is something I'm gonna have to face eventually um my tips would be you know if you're active on social media Instagram is such an amazing place to meet friends like even yesterday I met someone um hi Lexi if you're listening um that I'd only ever spoken to on Instagram um just because we like the same things and you know if you follow the same kind of people don't be scared to just reach out to someone just DM them or reply to their story be like oh this is so cool or whatever and then if you keep that up a little bit and then you can just be like hey do you want to get a coffee the worst they can say is no or they can ignore you like it just doesn't hurt to reach out to people that you think are going to be a bit of your vibe and then we met and it was great if it was like a first date um but doing that is can be scary, I'm sure, for some people. But like I said, the worst that can happen is that you don't really get on or whatever. Or even if you're out with one of your already existing mates, you could bring someone along. Um, also, making effort with your friends' friends, I think it's a really good way of making new friends yourself. It's something that you really have to nurture. For example, um, Charlotte's new housemates. Um, obviously, I don't live with them. They were kind of introduced to me via Charlotte. But they're people that I would really like to get on with. So I need to reach out to them and make more effort with them. Um, Depending on where you're living, most places have like a Facebook group that you can join with other girls or boys in your area that you can make friends with. So there's a Facebook group called Brighton Girl. And I post it on there a few times, just asking for like recommendations and things. And I see people on there arranging for meetups all the time. Uh, if you've got a hobby or something that you can kind of bond with people over, that's great. I don't know if you're into like a specific sport or you could just post on Instagram like, hey, I really want to go to this Pilates class. Can someone come with me? And you might have a new friend from that. You just really have to put yourself out there. It's not as easy as like being in uni with someone or, you know, school or just meeting your boyfriend's friends. You know, you have to actually get yourself out there. So yeah try that see how it is um don't be scared to just message people if you've got a dog or something just you know use that as well be like oh who else has got a dog 
wants to go on a walk or whatever there's other people like you that are looking to build more friends and if all of that fails you can join apps to make friends as well something like bumble bff i believe my friend in leeds she moved up there and she didn't have like a massive friendship group and she went on bumble bff and went on a few like friend dates and now she's got some friends so that's a nice way of doing it as well you can definitely assess if someone's going to be your vibe or not just from a few pictures and again if it doesn't work out you just don't need to see them again like it's not it's not a big deal um so yeah hopefully that answers that question someone has said do you think the wellness industry is problematic yes and no it depends on how you can take it like I think me and Charlotte were saying this like I can I personally can enjoy the wellness trends and get involved in it without it becoming toxic to myself whereas I understand other people can't so I think it's about understanding your own boundaries and kind of educating yourself on what's bullshit and what's not so things like meditation and all that obviously is good for you um but then there's other things out there like I don't know certain supplements or these ridiculously overpriced workout classes or whatever that I can probably look at and be like pour moi you know um it can be toxic I think it can be absolutely rammed down our throats that we should be doing all these things and it can make you feel a, a lot of guilt if you don't do these things but even if like in terms of wellness even if you take on one new little habit that makes you like that one percent better each day I think that's a wonderful thing and I mean that's great if you're doing better than you were doing yesterday I think that's absolutely stunning you should be proud of yourself you don't need to be doing like a you know 20 step skincare routine taking 25 supplements doing fucking gua sha roller rollering your face three workouts a day just to say that you kind of are enjoying wellness I think that's that's stupid so it can be um very problematic if you're not careful yes okay one last question someone has asked for book recommendations now i'm not the biggest reader so i'll definitely ask charlotte if she's got anything to contribute for next episode because she i think she reads a little bit more than me um but i have read a few good books recently so i'm currently listening to um, manifest by roxy mafusi i think her name is i mentioned it earlier in the episode it's a really just well-rounded guide on how to manifest i would say I know a lot about it already and I've been doing it for like five years now but if you're new to it I think it's a good place to start I'm kind of using it as just a bit of inspiration to kind of get back on the wagon really but that's a good one I prefer listening to things like that I'm also reading Diary of a Young Girl which is Anne Frank's like diary entries memoir um a lot of people have probably read it before I can't believe I've not read it I've got um Jewish heritage and I think it's something that I should read um, and I feel kind of ashamed that I haven't up until now and it's something I kind of want to lean into a little bit more like the Jewish side of my family um, so yeah I'm reading that and I'm, you know I'm not going to say I'm heavily enjoying it because it's obviously a very sad story but um, I am invested in it and I am enjoying the, the writing um, I think that's the right way of saying it. Um, I recently finished reading Undoctored by Adam Kay and I also read 
this is going to hurt by Adam Kay. A lot of the things I'm reading are like memoirs and things like that. Um, in terms of fiction, I obviously love Daisy Jones and the Six. I think that was like my favorite book I've ever read. There is a author, fuck, what's her name? She's like a young adult author. What is it called? Let me just Google it one sec. Starry Night Sky, is that what it's called? Very, very like easy read. Oh, what the fuck is it? Okay, I found it. It's called, well, the author is called Laura Wood and I've read every single one of her books now. Um, They're very easy. I'd say young adult, really. They're very like world building. Not a lot happens, but you're really transported to this place. Um, Not fantasy. I fucking hate fantasy. (laughs) I am. For work the other day, I did a talk um, at a museum and the museum was about um, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and all of that. And I've never, I've literally never found anything so boring. I hate it. Um, So sorry if you like all that. But this one, so one of her books is called A Sky Painted Gold and it's basically like a Great Gatsby retelling. It's about like a girl who lives across the lake from this like big mansion and she goes there and she gets like kind of brought into their world and things like that. There's another one, um, A Snowfall of Silver, Under a Dancing Star. Just look for Laura Wood and um, her covers are beautiful as well. So I really recommend those. Those are the only fiction books that I've really ever enjoyed. I've got a few on my list. I want to read Cleopatra and Frankenstein, although I haven't actually heard recently a few people didn't like it. So that's interesting. Um, I really want to read a book by Eve Babbitts. It's called Slow Days, Fast Company. That looks quite good. That's been on my list for ages. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to read that. And, yeah, those are the only ones I can think of the top of my head. So I'll link them in the description if anyone's interested in seeing them. I've actually recently set up, like, an Amazon storefront thing. So I'll put it all in there. And I think I get a little bit of commish if anyone buys from it. But no pressure. And... Yeah, that is everything for today. I feel like, because I'm hungover, I literally didn't make any sense then. So, yeah. As always, if you've made it to the end of the episode, please DM me and I'll send you a joke or something. Okay. (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.